absolutely fine. Better. So welcome. Today we are going to be going through your relationship with food. We are going to be basing it on you and I want you to think primarily of yourself rather than anyone else or the person you want to become. Focus on the person you are now. So your relationship with food sometimes is a bit tricky. We're going to be going through different kinds of relationships because some of you overeat, some of you undereat, some of you don't eat much at all, and then you binge. And you can probably relate to one of those things I just said. I know I can relate to all three. And over the last couple of years, my relationship with food has got so much better, but it is because of a proactive mindset. You can't you can't possibly become better without forcing yourself to or trying continuously to become better. So we will cover in this your relationship with food, how the energy balance works. So that just means how the calories actually work and why I put you on a certain amount of calories. The art of tracking your food. I didn't put it as a chore. I put it as an art because it is a luxury to understand the meaning behind your food and what it is doing for your body and then how to eventually stop tracking. So I know a lot of the time we're like, this is such a chore, <laughs> but eventually you won't have to do it anymore. You will learn so much about your body, about food, about nourishment. It won't be necessary for you to continue thinking about what I'm doing with my food right now. It will come so naturally. I barely track anymore. If I have a goal and I would, like if I wanted to change my body, I would have to track because that is the most reliable way to move forward and reach a goal. However, I'm absolutely fine as I am. I understand my maintenance and I don't really need to track. I haven't tracked continuously for like maybe around six months and I've stayed the exact same weight. So it does work and I'll show you guys how to get there. So the first step then, like I said earlier, this is all about you. We're going to be focusing on you as a person right now, not who you want to be, not who you were, just who you are now. So try to be really present with all of this when I'm asking you the questions. So what is your relationship with food really like? And when I ask you this question, what is the first word that comes to your head? Is there any word at all? Are you even aware? Um... I would say that my relationship with food now is balanced and so much better than what it was. Some of you might have said it's really good. Some of you might have said it's really bad. And some of you might not actually know. And that's absolutely fine. So looking at your habits from the outside, what would you say another person would say your eating habits look like? What would they say your relationship with food is like? and compare it to what you said your relationship with food was like on, on your own. So what you would say versus someone else would say, is it the same thing? Because I know for a lot of people, they would criticize very fast what another person is doing. And more often than not, we are so sure in ourselves, but sometimes it's really good to have an outside perspective. So are they right? Are they wrong? Who knows, but we're gonna find out today. So I wanted to go through this with you guys because this is something I've learned myself and it is a great tool to keep in your pocket for whenever you need it. I use it every single day. So does my eating routine serve me? Obviously, a lot of the time we forget to eat and that isn't the best thing for us. We will get starving and that's how we start to binge. So 
it's a question of asking yourself, do I actually want to change this? Am I aware enough to change my eating habits? Because if I don't change it, I'm never going to get those results I want. I'm going to continuously go in this cycle and stay the exact same person as I am now. So does my routine serve me when it comes to food? And if not, what can we do to change it? I would say if you feel like your routine doesn't serve you right now, you need to eat before you're absolutely starving. I eat the same time every single day, regardless if I'm hungry or not, because I know if I don't eat at that time, an hour later, I will be starving and I will just grab anything that is convenient, probably the worst possible options. Whereas if I'm just planning ahead, I know where I'm at. I'm not going to snack all day. I'm not going to like get so many calories in because I'm just so, so hungry. And I'm not going to be eating really shitty foods for me either. I'm going to go for high nutrient foods and I'm going to feel so much better about myself too. So my routine is that I will wake up and I know this is so weird. Loads of people think it's weird when I tell them, but I wake up at half past six, I go for a walk and I eat at 7am. Like that's what time I have for my breakfast. Um, And then I won't eat then until about 10. I'll probably have a couple of snacks at 10 and I'll have my lunch at one and then I'll have my dinner, tea or dinner at around 7 p.m. So I eat the same time every single day because I know when my body's going to get hungry and that prevents me from going off track. It prevents me from snacking all day. I'm so satisfied with my meals. I don't need any more or any less and I feel really, really good about it. So It's up to you if you feel like three meals is not enough or it's too much. It's honestly up to you. But I would say that three meals is perfect for me, but I know everyone is different. So Abby, you're struggling with three meals unless you're working. So it's just a matter of planning it in, making sure you know what you're going to have for lunch and making it as easy as possible. So for my breakfast, I have the same thing every day. (laughs) I don't get bored, I I enjoy it, it's really good. It's just a bacon and egg sandwich. I really, really enjoy it. And for my lunch, I have the same thing pretty much every day. I have like three rotations. I'll have soup and chicken, which is a microwave meal, takes less than five minutes. Sometimes I'll have porridge for lunch. Um, And then sometimes I will have, depending on the weather, if it's hot, I'll have like, a salad and some rice with chicken or whatever um and just making sure that it's all microwavable or it doesn't take any longer than five minutes I don't have five minutes in the day so if I can stay on track with only five minutes you guys can too and it is so easy and it is relatively cheap as well to buy stuff like that because well it doesn't cost much to make a soup it's like I think it's like a pound 50 in Aldi that would last two days Um, a pack of chicken is like 99p that would last two days so it's really really easy to do you just need to know how to do it and that honestly works wonders for me having a bit of bread on the side is fine and as long as you're sticking in your calories you're still going to get the results so think about three meals is probably perfect it's just your idea of three meals is so much work you can't possibly fit it into one day so if three meals actually works you just need to think how can I make this so much easier that I can't fail Um, the next so could you benefit from sticking to the same meal times every single day so how I just talked my meal times do you guys think that you could do that too and if so maybe today is the day that we change our opinion on food and we're not so convenient snacking anymore 
Another thing I wanted to mention about snacking is that you will go for um, lower volume foods. So it means it's a smaller food, but it's so easy to eat. So say you have a packet of crisps, you eat their crisps and 10 minutes later, you're hungry again. So you'll have, say, an apple. 20 minutes later, you're hungry again. And you're going to have a banana, like half hour later, you're still hungry. So then you're like, okay, I'll have a sandwich now. And then before you know it, you're actually full because you just ate proper food. But all in all, that lunch was probably around five to 600 calories. Whereas if you just went straight for the sandwich, you'd be on three, 400 calories and you'd have so many more calories left over for dinner. So just making sure that you are not aimlessly snacking throughout the day is going to change your progress and it's also going to change your life. So if you're able to just focus on what can I do to actually satisfy me right now rather than what is the easiest option because usually the easiest options let us down in the long run and that's how you guys have got to where you are and that's why you needed me because you didn't know where to go from there so with your protein I would say you need to be having a good source of protein in every meal so that could be meat fish poultry like cheese eggs um you can obviously go for the easier option if you wanted to, like a protein powder, but I would say sticking to the more natural sources of protein is a lot better for your gut health and it's a lot better for, for you as a person as well. I only ever rely on um, protein powder as a last resort or if I, we literally have no food in the house because I haven't planned ahead. And obviously it is great to get you to your goals. It tastes amazing. It's a great snack. It fills you up. But ultimately, that shouldn't be your only source of protein. If you are planning on having a shake, say, with every meal, you need to rethink your meal ideas because they're not serving you to their best ability. A, a plate or a with veg, which is your fiber and your carbs, some rice, potatoes, pasta, noodles, and then some meat is going to satisfy you so much more than a shake. And a shake won't last very long either. So you won't feel satisfied and you're going to get so bored of it. So think long run. What do I actually love? What do I really enjoy? And then try to incorporate that in every single day. And running off that, what actually makes me happy? If it's chocolate that makes you happy, then just keep it in your diet. Have a little square of chocolate every day if you need to. Just go for it because if it makes you happy, I want you to do it more. It doesn't necessarily mean that you need to have an entire bag or you need to have an entire bar. It just means that you cannot cut it out because when you cut something out, you will crave it so much and you will think about it all the time. And then you'll finally get to this place where you're like, ah, oh, I can relax. I'm not going to think of it anymore. And then all of a sudden you will binge. And that happens to everyone. I know you guys can relate. If it hasn't happened to you, then you must be some kind of angel because it's definitely happened to everyone. And you can just prevent that from happening by satisfying your cravings daily, weekly, whatever it might be. And just keeping up with your body and making sure that you are listening to what you need and what you want. And it will just help you learn so much about yourself as well. If you give yourself what you need every day, eventually it just becomes normal and you might not even need it anymore. But being kind to yourself is definitely the way forward. So I'm just reading the comment in the thing. Yeah, I feel like it always helps if you um, just think about it a little bit more. And the fact that you feel excited to have your meal is really, really good. Like the fact that this whole lifestyle change is 
more than just the gym it is your relationship with food it is your happiness and obviously food brings a lot of happiness if you're a foodie for me too but the fact that you feel excited to eat now I think that's really good and you are restricted in terms of calories but you're not restricted in terms of content you can eat anything you want to eat within reason and I feel like as long as you always have balance is key and at the back of your head you're going to go so so far so when you ask yourself all of these questions I think the most obvious but hardest part is to be honest with yourself if you are binging if you have ever hidden food if you have ever restricted food so much you haven't eaten in a day if you have um I don't know avoided eating or taken like a Tupperware to a to a restaurant or like some people have taken scales to events to weigh their food why are we doing that why do we feel the need to do that it's not necessary so if we can just be honest with ourselves about that that is the first stage to moving forward and breaking through that cycle where you can actually become a better person you can work on your relationship with food and you can actually see a way out as well because it's so hard to break these habits. Like if you feel like that's genuinely helping you, you're not going to be able to stop it. So talk to me about it. Tell me how you're feeling. Why are we not eating? Why are we eating too much? Why do we feel like this is going to be the end and like food, it comes in scarcity? Why do we think that? And we can just work through it together. So yeah, always be honest with yourself because that's how we work through these things. So um, second step, I feel like this is going to be very informative for you all. What is energy balance? So this is everything calories. I know I've put you guys on certain calories and there are tutorials on Stridus for you to watch. Some of you might not have watched them, so we will go through it together. But food is energy, okay? Always think of it like this. Food is fuel. Food is what keeps my body going every single day. It is what keeps me alive. And you need food in order to function, in order to actually stay alive. So um, a a, every nutrient in a food provides a calorie. So that's what a calorie is. It's just energy. And in order to achieve an energy balance, you need to burn a certain amount of calories that you're actually eating. So energy input, which is the food that you consume, which is the food that you eat, versus energy output, which is the amount of calories you burn within a day. And don't go off your watch. If you're thinking that your watch is honest, you have not been thinking the right thing. Your watch can only ever guess how many calories you burn. It's never going to be accurate, okay? You just have to play with a like trial and error kind of thing. You can't actually know how many calories you burn until you've really, really gone through the process of knowing. And this will always change as well, because as you begin to lose or gain weight, your calorie maintenance will change. So um, I'll go way more into this if you're a little bit confused right now. But um, basically what it is, the amount you eat versus the amount you're able to get rid of. So the amount of calories you actually lose needs to be the same if you want to stay the same weight versus if you wanted to lose weight you need to eat a lower amount of calories than what you're burning so you burn more than what you eat and then that will make you lose weight if you want to gain weight or gain muscle then you need to be eating more food than your body can burn in order to have more energy to convert that into weight so your body doesn't actually burn it off so whether or not your goal is to stay the same weight 
lose weight, gain weight, your nutrition will change massively. And this is something that you girls have all gone through. Obviously, I've put you in a calorie deficit. Before you've come to me, your deficit might have been tiny. And that will never work because, like I said about restriction, there's no point in restricting yourself because you will be starving and it doesn't work in the long run. So energy balance is key. Depending on what you what your goal is, your nutrition will change no matter what. So in every gram of protein, this is really easy to remember actually because it's 449. So in every gram of protein, there is four calories. In every gram of carbs, there is four calories. In every gram of fat, there is nine calories. So it's really, really easy to remember. But I just wanted to stress to you guys, I know that when we're building muscle and achieving that toned look, we're all obsessed with the protein, but carbs are so important. And I feel like this goes against everything we've ever been told because of keto diet, because of Slimming World, because of any other diet that was ever like popular. Um, Carbs are our main source of energy. Our body is able to burn carbs so fast. It is our main source of energy and it's going to make you feel so good when you eat them. Also, we all love carbs. So never, ever cut them out. Always make sure that you're eating your carbs and, and trying to hit your goal. Obviously, protein is so important because we're building muscle and that's how it happens through progressive overload when you're lifting weights and hitting your protein target every single day. And then fats are also incredibly important. And I feel like a lot of people actually forget about fats, but they are so, so important. And I actually wanted to bring this up. So even for men, um, fats are really important because if you don't have enough fat, your testosterone levels actually come down. So a guy could really struggle with not having enough fat. The same with women, our productive hormones really struggle if we're not getting enough fat and carbs. So we really need to think about this is an energy balance. And even though fats are higher per gram in calories, it doesn't matter because we need all three food groups to actually have a healthy, balanced lifestyle. And if you're not getting all three in, then you will notice changes in your body. Um, a lot of the time, before you get a coach or whatever, you might not actually think protein is that important. And then you all of a sudden you add it into your um into your eating habits, into your meals and everything. You're like, oh my God, I'm so full right now. How am I so full? And this is a really, really good thing because our body was never used to the protein and protein actually takes like a couple more seconds to digest. So it keeps you fuller for longer. And also you feel a lot more satisfied after your meal. So there are upsides to every food group and that's why we need to have them all in our diet. Uh, um, so this is how your calorie deficit actually works. Imagine yourself as the empty jar on this side, on the left. Um, you are that jar. And every time you eat a meal or every time you eat a bit of food, you put one of these stones into that jar. And for every stone you put in, there's a certain amount of calories. So say your entire body is 2000 calories. This is just an example, by the way. Your maintenance is 2000 calories. So this was what you'd look like if you ate your maintenance. And that means that you can't eat anymore because if you did, it wouldn't fit in the jar. And if you did eat that much more, it would literally just fall on the side, which just means that you're gonna gain weight. 
and you need to be eating a lot of food to actually gain weight. It is something like, I think it's like an extra 800 calories or something per day to actually uh, gain a substantial amount of weight. So it's a lot of food that you need to pack away. And over time, it actually becomes easier because you'll go for lower volume foods, which that just means smaller foods like chocolate bars, uh, um, really high calorie crisps that are like uh, um, chips from the chip shop even just things that aren't actually consciously healthy and you can eat them because they won't fill you up and you can continuously eat them because they are really really calorie dense super high in calories but really small to actually put in your mouth and that's how we start to pack on the calories and pack on the weight because we are overeating without actually realizing that we are overeating so yeah if you were to take away some of these stones from the jar on the right that means that you're in a calorie deficit which means that your body is constantly burning so many more calories than what you're actually putting in your body which is what all of you guys are on right now you're in a calorie deficit which means that your body is burning the extra fat it has it as energy that you're not actually eating and it's okay to stay in a calorie deficit like a calorie deficit that you guys are in for a good couple of months because your body has so much extra energy stored inside you don't need to be eating in order to move forward obviously you need to be eating enough to run yourself daily but in terms of sticking to your maintenance you don't need to be eating maintenance because you already have that energy and one great thing that comes with having more energy is strength. You will see that your strength in the gym is going to be so high, even though you're in a calorie deficit. And a great example to show is that someone who is 60 kilograms can never really have the same amount of strength who is some that uh, to someone who is 90 kilograms that 30 kilogram difference is massive and a lot of my clients a lot of you guys are actually stronger than me and even though that hurts my ego a little bit because I'm like I should be training you it really makes me proud but I know it's so unrealistic for me to get there easily because I am smaller and I weigh less I have a lot less energy and my bone structure isn't as strong either. So the bigger you are, the stronger you can be, which is amazing. And that's why all the power lifters are literally massive. But the, the bigger your muscles will become as well. You'll have more power there and you're able to achieve a lot more. So there are upsides to gaining. And that's why when people go through these bulks that you see online, they are eating so much more food. So they're able to grow that muscle. They're able to get bigger and gain weight. So when I say weight, it's not just fat. It could be muscle weight. It could be weight as in general. It doesn't just have to be fat. It's a mixture of fat and muscle. And everyone is totally different. So when you think of a calorie deficit, not one size fits all. I mean, anyone, um, sorry, one sec. Anyone can be on a calorie deficit, say at like an unrealistic number, 1,200 calories, which all girls have heard of before but I would never put anyone below 1,500 calories. It is not worth it because if you're eating less than 1,500 calories, what happens is a counterbalance. So even though you're thinking you're burning so many calories, oh my God, I'm doing so well. You can think that, but you're actually going to burn out and you're going to be so, so tired because your body isn't getting enough fuel, not enough nutrients, not enough happiness to push forward, to even get out of bed in the morning. Like, 
If you've gone a day without food, you will know the next day you are absolutely starving and you will grab anything because you're that hungry. So never put your body under too much stress because it has the opposite effect. You need to be eating at least 1,500, 1,600 calories in order to actually progress and move forward. Any less than that, you will actually go backwards. And I know it's like a bit of a mind foggle, but believe me, it does not work. The art of tracking your food. So step three, and I know that we're all doing this. I'm getting you all to do this. And it does seem like a chore, but it is the most reliable way to reach your goals. And I feel like it has a bit of a persona about it as well, which I feel like is totally wrong because it's not something to become obsessed with. It is a tool to get you to where you want to be. And when you don't need it anymore, you don't have to use it anymore. It is literally just a tool. And if I could fix your eating habits, if I could fix all of your problems right now, would you guys take it? I'm guessing it would be a hell yeah, you would take it. Because I know if someone said to me, if I could take all your problems away right now, would you do it? And I'd probably be like, if there's no catch, then yeah. (laughs) But there is a catch because you can't do it. Just see tracking as a tool. It will help you massively and it will get you to where you want to be. It is literally science, like the science part. Everything is energy. The atoms are energy. Food is energy. Like there's energy around us. And I'm not being weird or spiritual or anything. Literally everything is energy. The stars, the earth, the air, the water, everything. And if you just see it as this is not me having an unhealthy relationship with food. This is me benefiting my relationship with food. I am learning the contents inside of it and I'm able to understand what I'm actually doing to my body and get to my goal this way. So just see my fitness pal, literally a tool, and it will help you. And in a couple of months from now, you won't really need to track because you're going to understand and you're going to know so much more. And you're going to trust yourself as well. So this is just building a relationship with you, with your knowledge, with your understanding of what food really is. So the hardest part is making a change. As we all know, everyone is really bad for change. I feel like even if you put a toddler in a different situation, they are so bad with change. And as we grow up, we never actually manage to adjust. We just pretend to be okay. So talk to me. If you're really struggling tracking your food, if you don't understand it, then talk to me because I understand and I can help you. So it will be the making of you. Any good change you ever make in your life, you will never regret. And one year from now, you can be in such a different place because you put this hard work in, you worked for it and you stayed motivated. And I feel like you're going to be so thankful to you and to this journey that you actually stuck to it this time and you actually got it done. This isn't something that's going to get you amazing results straight away. It is going to take a minimum of 12 weeks. But do you know what? You are going to be so happy at that 12 weeks that you can go off and do this for the rest of your life because it's real. Like it's not just a marketing scheme. It's literal science. And it is the hard part, but it's the part that pays off the most. And I actually thought this was a really funny video. It's really not that hard to track. Like, it takes 10 minutes of your day. Like, are you really going to be that that harsh on yourself to deny yourself the progress that you deserve? Like, it's really not that hard at all. 
And the more you do it, the easier it gets. And everyone knows that practice makes progress. Like keep going, keep making it easier. And just, just be kind to yourself. Talk to me as much as you need to, because it's really not that hard to communicate how you're feeling with me either. And I'm always going to be an open book. So no matter what, like you have that support there behind you to go off and do it. And if you need more meal ideas, then we will go through that together as well. But just reminding yourself it's really not hard is so important. A lot of the time we just feel sorry for ourselves and we have this like really long to-do list. But tracking is not one of them. It is a five-minute task that takes you literally from knowing nothing to in one year's time knowing so much more about your life. A lot of you guys on the team are actually really good. Like a lot of you have tracked for like two months consistently, which makes me so happy. But a lot of you also don't log in for about two weeks. So we have two different kinds of personalities and trying to get everyone to that space where we actually do it consistently. They're the ones that get the best results. Food is literally so important for achieving your fat loss goals or muscle gain goals. Food is the thing that will actually get you there as well as the activity. So your future. I actually put this on to... um, last week's call and if you so you're the person on the left and the future you is on the person on the right okay what would the what would the now you say to the future you and just take literally like one minute to just think of this like do you actually think they would get on because we're never the same one year now like if you think one year back you were a total different person you didn't you probably would think, what an idiot about yourself one year ago. Like, why did I do that? So one year from now, how much are we actually going to change? What is our relationship with food going to be like one year from now? Are we still going to be binging? Are we still going to be hiding food? Are we still going to be missing meals? Are we still going to be super unprepared? Are we going to be doing our food shop? Or are we literally going to switch it all around, stick to the same meal times? know that protein is so important, know that carbs are so important, know that fats are really important. You've tracked for an entire month or like six months on my fitness pal. You know so much more about food and you've lost so much fat and you're feeling great about yourself. Like which one do you actually want to be? And you talking to your future self is honestly so important. Like I know this is deep, but you really need to think about it because it's so important. How do you actually want to be feeling? I'm sorry if you can hear me swallowing. (laughs) Okay, so the future you really needs you to do this and it's so important for your health, for your confidence, for your mind, for your body. Everything needs you to do this right now. And I know you guys have signed up with me because you want great results and you want to do this and you feel ready. But sometimes you just need the extra realization that this is so flipping important. So you guys have all given me goals. You guys have all opened up to me. Some of you have cried. Some of you have shown a different side that maybe you haven't shown anyone before. And the future you really, really needs this. And you need to put the work in now to reap the benefits. Time is not limitless. Like it does run out. So for you to have a really happy life and to enjoy who you are as a person, change your habits now and the future you will thank you so much for it. 
So over time, things become so much easier. Everyone knows that practice makes progress. Always think that. And also always think simple, simple, simple. It is so simple to track. It is so simple to get your steps in. Three hours a week in the gym is not much at all. And all you really need to be doing is those three things and you will get to your goals. So it's so easy and it will get easier over time. So experience and knowledge take you so much further than I think I know. If you think you knew before you came to me, why did you come to me? Like you needed me for these tools and I'm giving them to you. So make the most of them. Make sure we're tracking. Make sure we're we're making the most of being held accountable. Talk to me. Open up to me. If you need a one-to-one coaching call, tell me and we will do it. So you can't make an educated decision that will benefit you based on guesstimation. And my fitness pal is the perfect tool for you to gain all of that knowledge so you don't have to guesstimate. You can properly estimate because you will know exactly what's going on and what you're talking about. Like there's that person who can pretend to know and you will see straight through them straight away. Everyone knows a person like this and I'm not shit talking about anyone, but everyone knows a person who just like says so much BS, like you just know it. Whereas you know, you can just see when a person knows this stuff, when they know there's evidence behind it, when they're super passionate about it, you can just see. So what kind of person do you want to be? Do you want to be the BSer or do you want to be the person who actually knows this stuff? And I would rather be the person who knows my stuff. You can, you can't fake it until you make it it does not work. You will get halfway, but you really do need to do research and you need to actually put the hard work in and implement everything you've learned. So always think to yourself, really knowing your stuff is so much better than thinking you know. So step five, I like to do these little reminders at the end because I feel like they're so motivational. So sometimes you need forced evolution. You need to really put yourself out there and you need to think, if I don't do this now, I never will. And it's hard, it's really, really freaking hard, but like, I'm gonna do it because I know I can. And I'm here to push you every step of the way. Sometimes I will be a little bit harsh and that is a coach's job. And you guys, you actually all love it to be fair. Every time I've been harsh, I feel a bit guilty, but you guys are like, I actually needed to hear that. So I feel like forced evolution is something that we should appreciate and we should be proud of that we have, managed to push ourselves to go further to learn more to get out of our comfort zone and do something that's actually going to benefit us perspective is everything you get to see tracking as a tool that will benefit you that will change your life or you can see it as something that is too obsessive or not good enough and doesn't work it's up to you but I would definitely choose option one perspective is everything and you guys know that an event can happen and you can see it as a lesson, a learning curve or something great, or you can see it as a a nightmare, something horrible and a disaster. It's up to you how you see that same event. And I feel like one thing I actually learned before, it was on the news, someone got run run over by a car and um, the, the news presenter was asking the girl, so, are you scared to cross the road now? It seems you got run over by a car. And the girl said, no, I'm absolutely fine. Just because I got hit by a car doesn't mean I'm scared of all cars or that I hate all cars. I just hate that one driver that run me over. 
And being able to have that kind of positivity and reflect that into all areas of your life. And I know this is just tracking right now, but when you're able to see something in such a positive highlight, you will uh, like project that onto your entire life. You will become so much more kind. You will become so much more positive, so much more happy because all of a sudden, instead of seeing all of these bad, awful things like getting hit by a car, you're just going to be like, not everyone is the same. There is so much good in the world and happiness is all around me. I just have to choose to see it. I just have to be that person that to make a change that I want to see because it's all in your mind. It's literally you against you. You get to choose. I always think like you literally have two halves of, of the brain. I know it's actually in half, but you know what I mean? You have the bad side and the good side and it is up to you which side you actually listen to. Um, obviously the bad side is always going to creep in sometimes but that's what I'm there for talk to me we will go through it together and eventually you'll be able to do it yourself it gets easier as time goes on um and this every single time I will keep saying this the arcade machines two penny machines keep putting your two pences in every time you put a two pence in every time you complete a habit in the day that stack of two pennies gets bigger and bigger and bigger and eventually you'll hit the jackpot and it will all fall and you're going to get rich and you're going to get those goals that you want to get so keep putting the two pennies in keep walking keep tracking keep drinking keep going to the gym and eventually your goal will come you just literally have to strip it all back make it as possible i mean make it as simple as possible put two pennies in the machine literally just see it like a game every time you do this Every time you do a habit, you are making that stack of two pennies much, much bigger and eventually it will all drop. So if you guys could put in the chat box what your biggest takeaway was, that would be great. I hope this benefited you all massively. Just put one thing in the chat box. Um. Oh, and it's nice to see that you think my fitness pal has been an amazing tool. I honestly feel like it is a tool. A lot of people think it's not, and it really, really is. So it's good that your perspective is so positive on it already. And oh yeah, I feel like it is actually just so beneficial. Yeah, food is energy, a hundred percent. When I when I used to think like food is not great, food that food is bad. I used to think that food is bad a lot, which loads of people do. No food is bad. Every food is fine. Every food is just normal food. And if you have this perspective of bad food, then that is something that is going to eventually have to change because you're allowed any food you want. You're allowed chocolate, you're allowed McDonald's, you're allowed anything. It just depends what your goals are. If you're in a calorie deficit, you just can't have that much of it. If you're in a calorie surplus, it's up to you what food group you eat more of. If you, it just depends on you, like what you actually want to achieve in the long run. No food is ever going to be bad. It just won't serve you as well. Um, it's okay to fall because you get back up and you will succeed. I so agree with this. And that's so, so nice to read. Um, I feel like no matter what, as long as you have the support network behind you, family, friends, coaches, anything, you will always succeed because other people, when you don't believe in yourself, someone else around you will. And when you hit your lowest point, someone will still see the beauty in it. Like someone will always see that. And eventually that will be you. 
you'll be able to see that beauty in yourself. And I know this is really deep, but we will do that in the work and you will get there. Um, you need it. Listen to your body. I feel like this is really good as well, actually, because you, I feel like sometimes it's so easy to forget about food. It is honestly, especially if you're a busy working professional and you have very little time on your hands. You just, it goes on the back of the to-do list. You just don't think of it. So yeah, you do need it. Listen to your body. If it's extra sleep, listen to your body. You need it. And it's okay to just sit back and chill. So do any of you guys have any questions? It's up to you if you want to unmute the mic or if you want to put it in the chat box, ask me anything. Or if you guys don't have any questions, that's fine too. But yeah, you feel free to ask me anything. This has helped me out a lot. Oh, also it? because today was, I call it a really like, messed up day where I woke up late I didn't get my steps in I haven't drunk as much as what I should have and I kind of punished myself a little bit for that and I know I'm only three days in but I kind of hated on myself and that's something I'm trying to get myself out of when I think okay you've got to remember you're only three days in this is all brand new and you are just starting so I'm trying to look at the positive side of it rather than the fact of oh my god I failed like yeah, tomorrow is a new day. And, and yeah, tomorrow is a new day. And you just got to keep reminding yourself, like, as long as I cut it off today and start fresh tomorrow, that is yeah. a good thing. So imagine a piece of tissue, right? You put a piece of blood on the tissue, that blood will just spread all over the tissue. Don't be a tissue, okay? Be like a piece no. of wood. If the blood goes on a piece of wood, it will stop there and it won't bleed into it. It will just stay in the same place and you can just start fresh tomorrow just don't be a piece of tissue where all of your habits and bad thoughts can bleed into tomorrow just cut it off tonight and then tomorrow's a new day you can get it all done and you're going to feel so much better about yourself as well knowing that these targets they are realistic you completed them for, for two days you can complete it for 10 days and then when you reach 10 you can complete it for a month it is doable and I know it's so hard in the beginning and I'm proud of you for doing it for two days because it's hard. It is really hard, but you're learning so much and it's almost as if you can't have expectations that are sky high because yeah. you're never going to meet sky high expectations. No one ever will. So if you just bring those expectations down of yourself, say, I'm going to be kind to myself no matter what. I am proud of myself for even plunging myself into this journey because I was shit scared and I actually managed to push through and no matter what I have Shauna and Isha there to support me and talk to me whenever I need them and just constantly think I'm doing a good job because you are really doing a good job thank you it's okay and that was me basically telling you off in the kindest way possible from the bottom of my heart <laughs> <laughs> No, I think I think I I need that because it's my obviously you know my biggest flaw has been where I will be I won't be kind to myself and I just started the journal that you you know you said advise me would be a really good thing for me to do so I've started my journal so like the past two days my journal has been full of like really positive you know inputs and meeting my you know my goals and so on and today like I wrote my journal and I have I find I've starts to be very very honest like I'm not lying to myself anymore that's I think that's a really good thing like oh you know 
I can have this, oh yeah, it'll be fine. No, it's not going to be fine because if I slip back into bad habits and that's something that I really don't want, like today, I haven't slipped back into bad habits, but I feel like I've let myself down then in other areas. Yeah. But, but where I've like read my positivity. journal, I've read over the two days, Yeah, they're fab. And like today, okay, yeah, it was a bad day, but I've written it was a bad day. But I've also written that tomorrow, I won't be writing it again. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it 100% makes sense. And also, I feel like I can, you, you're almost saying the negative thing, but then saying the positive thing afterwards. So it's already happening. Like your mindset change is already happening. And I think that's something to congratulate yourself about because it's so easy to just be the same throughout your entire life. And the fact that you are changing, you are putting the effort in, that's a good thing. So just be proud of yourself for that because we all chase the feeling of pride. And yeah. if you experience it once, then just know that if you continue doing those little things every single day, like writing in your journal, making smaller targets, like getting your steps in, doing two, to I think I put two workouts in for you a week, yeah. making sure we're doing stuff like that then it will get so much easier. Just make sure you see it day by day, week by week, instead of months away, because that will literally throw you off. Just be like, if I complete it a day, that's a huge tick in the box. And I can mm -hmm. give myself a tap, pat on the back and feel proud. And then just yeah. think the same thing next the next day. Because I think when you're doing an entire lifetime, lifestyle change, because this is a lifestyle change for you, it's the food, it's the relationship with food, it is relationship with activity, activity itself is everything that's yeah. changing, it's hard. Yeah. And like I said, you put a toddler in a new situation, they're not going to like it. So no. it's the same with you. And if you're able to do day by day, that you will smash it, like you will get such good results. One thing I will say, which I found is really good, um, <laughs> because of like my polycystic ovaries and stuff, I suffer with like a lot of bloating, and it does sound really silly, but over the since I've started, obviously I have cut a lot of stuff out because I was overeating. I am, you know, very overweight. Um, my level of bloating has gone next to nothing because yeah. I'm watching what I'm eating. I'm careful what I'm eating. So yeah, do you know how so nice it is to like be able to wear clothes and go, oh, I look disgusting in that. I don't feel disgusting because I'm not bloated. Yeah, 100%. And I feel like that that's a lesson already learned that you weren't making conscious choices with your food. And no. sure, it could be low in calories, but it's got so much shit inside of it. It's not doing yeah. any good for your belly, for your gut and your mental health. Um, so yeah, making sure you pack your food with like vegetables, good sources of um, nutrients and just making sure that you feel happy and again proud proud of the meals you're making proud of the food you're eating and the promises you're making to yourself and actually pushing through with that so tomorrow is a new day and I'll check on you tomorrow and I'm sure okay 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 um so I'm guessing that's it for today if anyone wants to quickly pop up then that's fine but I'm gonna press stop recording now um, I can never do this. <laughs>